taking you on a journey for the pursuit of PPC. Welcome to PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our hosts and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. We're cashing in the clicks with the PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Welcome, everybody, to this Monday's edition of Pay Per Click Rockstars. Uh, I am very happy to have with me today one of my favorite rock stars, Tim Ash of Sight Tuners. Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing great, David. Thanks for having me on. Sure. Tim's the uh, president of Sight Tuners. Uh, Sight Tuners is a, a leading landing page optimization company, uh, and that's what we're going to be focusing on today and actually next week as well. Um, Tim's a frequent speaker and contributing writer uh, to the search shows and the search uh, publications, and he's also the author of an amazing book that's av- available on Amazon, a uh, best-selling book called Landing Page Optimization, which is owned by every serious pay-per-click uh, advertiser, including everybody in the audience, I'm sure. Uh, but just in case, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, there's a link on my blog uh, to all the resources we're going to be talking about today. Uh, and that is at clicksmarketing.com. That's C-L-I-X marketing.com slash blog. And look for the link to PBC Rockstar's resources on the right-hand side of the page. And if you go there right now, you'll, you can follow along with the uh, resources that we'll be talking about with Tim today. So, uh, Tim, I love your book. We, we did a review of it on our blog, and uh, it's, it's a goldmine for, for anybody that's interested in, in optimizing conversions. But um, how about if we talk today about some of the crazy mistakes that you commonly see, uh, mistakes in landing pages that uh, you, you've seen and, and have corrected? What do you think about uh, that? Sure, we'd be, we'd be glad to. Um, I guess the most common thing we see, and I don't know that they're, they're you know, big problems in the sense of uh, – they're probably obvious if you look at them after the fact. Uh, they're not so obvious if you've been staring at your landing page for, for many, many days or months. You just kind of get numb to what's actually there. So sure. I think uh, the, the place I'd like to start is what you first need to do is to have uh, what I call a naive mind. You have to put on this, these special glasses where you have no time, you're really busy, and you really don't care. And with those glasses on, look at your own page. Because we really care about our page. We care about all the copy on it and all of the wonderful marketees we've written, all of the pretty graphics. But the fact is our audience is very different. They don't care. They sure. don't have the time. They're there just for just a split second. So the most important thing is to get into that mindset before you even start. That's a great point. So, so pretend you're a typical uh, adult deficit disorder sufferer that uh, really doesn't isn't sure that they've come to the right place yet. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And then the the kind of follow-on to that is okay. If I don't have time and I don't care, one of the most common mistakes that we see is basically cluttering up the page too much. And this is especially bad if you're landing them on your home page or on a full website. But there's really no excuse to have a cluttered standalone landing page. And yet, you know, we think, oh, what if I added an email capture here? Or what if I added another product photo here? Oh, you know, I need a couple more paragraphs to describe something. And the fact is, study after study has shown that people don't read, they browse. 
They don't even right. browse that much. They look for links to click on. And so if you have less content on the page, then you're going to get better conversion rates and uh, happier clients, happier visitors. That's a really good point. I think that maybe uh, many advertisers or site owners view the landing page as kind of a variant on the home page where they want uh, the, the visitor to browse around and, and take whatever path they choose Whereas uh, with pay-per-click, it's, it's targeted. You know why they came to the site because you know what keyword they clicked on and what ad they responded to. So I think you're suggesting that uh, the page should be sparse and focused on uh, the intent of the visitor uh, having come through a pay-per-click ad. Exactly, and focused on whatever conversion action or actions you want them to take. Everything else will be stripped down. They're not going to read your text. Give them some room to breathe. Give them a lot of white space on the page. Visually put the emphasis on where it needs to be, which is on the, on the main headline call to action uh, kind of stuff. Jim, what, what, what's your attitude about uh, where the eye starts and where, where the process of convincing the visitor that they've come to the right place has to, has to start? Well, um, it... it there's a certain set of conventions around how landing pages are designed and websites in general, and so you have to kind of violate those at your own peril. So I think most people, if they land on a page, they look in the upper left to make sure that it's the right company, it's got the right logo, it's kind of the intent of the site is right. And then usually, at least in our society, people read from upper left to lower right. So one of the things we found is anything that's off of that main axis as the eye travels down and to the right on the page is basically ignored. So putting things in the upper right-hand corner or the lower left-hand corner is pretty much guaranteeing obscurity. Right. Now, there, there are ways to compensate for that. You can pull the eye over there with really bright graphics or flashing animation. Uh, not my favorite, I would say, but a lot of uh, companies do that. But uh, you'd better have something compelling for them to look at if you're going to draw their eye that way. So would you suggest, for example, that the upper left-hand corner should be a validation spot, in other words, uh, convince the that they came to the right place, and then any kind of action, whether that's filling out a form or taking a next buying, might more logically go in the bottom right? Uh, well, you know, well, the eye travels down to the bottom right, but I mean, you know, the, the central stuff should be central on the page, the place you okay. want it to look. Uh, you should have it kind of a little bit, maybe more to the left, and uh, you know, in the middle of the page, because that, right. they're going to start with that uh, that header graphic in the upper left hand side and kind of go down into the right from there. Uh, one thing that you know we've learned from the eye tracking studies is that if you're going to put a picture on the page, people will typically look at pictures, especially of other people. Now, sometimes that's just gratuitous, you know, pictures of models and kind of stock photography that doesn't do anybody any good. But sometimes it actually is, uh, you know, something that's part of your product offering. And then it's very helpful to have a picture. One of the overlooked kind of little bonuses I can give you is that if there's a picture, if you put text below it, that's going to get read. So having a mm -hmm. caption for your picture that reinforces your message or call to action can be very powerful. Right. That's a very good point about uh, people and pictures. I've, I've had clients who uh, insist on including graphics that, you know, in their mind bear some kind of clever or tortured connection to what they're trying to achieve. And, you know, basically, as you said, 
uh, adults have way too little time to, to try to figure out the connection between an obscure graphic and, and the intent of the page. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, pictures are very colorful. Uh, sometimes if you have photographs, they can kind of destroy the whole color theme of your site and the colors you've so carefully chosen and, and where the emphasis for the eye goes. So I would say be wary of pictures, and if you're going to test, which we strongly recommend to actually find out what people respond to, you should test not just changing the, the strong graphical elements like the pictures, but actually removing them often you'll get better performance by not distracting people with the picture at all. That's right, yeah. Hey, Tim, we've got a break away for a commercial, but uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more, and then we'll start something that uh, I've been dying to try, which is critiquing uh, a page that one of our listeners has sent in. So everybody out there, stay tuned. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Um, hello, uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Welcome back to our coverage of the 17th Annual Golf Invitational, brought to you by SureHits.com. When looking for the right ad network, there seem to be unlimited choices. Go with the only network that targets the insurance industry, SureHits.com. Let's head down to the fairway. Here we are at the 18th hole. Odd choice for Ken Mitchum to not go to SureHits.com here. I mean, they are the only ad network that targets the insurance industry. Definitely a strange choice to not pick the best option for publishers in the finest category, but, oh, here's a swing. Oh, look out, folks. Terrible slice into the woods. Jeff Burns now stepping up to the fairway. And it looks like he's already chosen SureHits.com. Clearly the best choice since they pay more for quality traffic. And the swing. Oh my, he crushes it. When getting ready to make your drive, go with a sure thing. SureHits.com. For insurance, it's Sure Hits. Welcome to Webcology. Our guest was recently the head evangelist for Ask.com, Gary Price. I don't know if we're going to be able to get him to talk about Ask.com, although I certainly hope he can say a little bit. 
the last time I had the pleasure of seeing you was in Santa Clara at SNX West. Oh, that's right, um, back in the Ask.com days. What yeah, a nice segue. A- that's a brilliant segue. <laughs> I worked on that the entire break. <laughs> Live broadcast Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. We're on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Okay, thanks for sticking around, uh, faithful listeners. We're here with Tim Ashup. Of site tuners, Tim is giving us uh, some some of his great insight on uh, creating, designing, and optimizing landing pages. Um, Tim, you started to talk a little bit about testing. Um, what are some of the simple uh, tests that uh, li- listeners can perform to to optimize pages? Well, um, I'm glad you asked about the simple test because a lot of the mileage in testing can be gotten just from the simplest tests. You don't need to have uh, multivariate testing machinery in place, although you know, companies like ours offer some of the state-of-the-art tools in that area. But you, know, you can start us with something as simple as a headline change. We have a case study on our website of a lead form where the title of the form was changed from free quote request to instant quote. Now, seemingly, those are kind of similar and interchangeable. Well, instant quote, in this case, for a DVD replication and duplication company pulled 58% better. Wow. So how hard is it to change the text of a headline on your page? Well, not very. It takes, right. takes about five seconds. So you can set up a, a test in a few minutes to try a couple of different versions of your headline or critical text. Right. It's almost as simple to, to change you know, buttons and the button text and color you know, your call to action, and that can be also can lead to dramatic results very often. So I guess the key to testing is start small. You don't have to get out the, the heavy guns right away. You can just try very simple things and see if they move the needle. And often find some low-hanging fruit that, that uh, 58% improvement, that's, that's fantastic. And uh, let's see. Do you want to talk about the method that pay-per-click advertisers can use to do A-B split testing by creating using the same version of an ad but different destination URLs? Yeah, there's a, the, one of the, the key things if you're looking at landing page testing in the context of pay-per-click is that you want continuity. It's called information uh, sent or you know, other names in, in the industry. But basically what it boils down to is do I feel like I'm getting closer to my goal? And presumably, if I type a keyword into a search engine and then I clicked on an ad that caught my attention, I'm expecting something related to that keyword and the text of that ad to be on the landing page. And this is often violated. Uh, There's no continuity. I get there, and it's a generic page talking about a general topic. So it's really, really important in pay-per-click to reinforce the keywords that somebody typed in on the landing page, and ideally to have actually content that speaks to that specific keyword because that's that tells you the context the mindset that somebody's coming to the page from and right. uh, you know, reinforcing that w- will increase the chances of conversion significantly 
sometimes something sure. as simple as just echoing the keyword as the title of the landing page or a cleaned-up version of the keyword, properly capitalized and spelled and so on, uh, can increase uh, conversions by double digits. Sure, sure, we've seen that too. Hey, Tim, let's switch gears for a second. We, we're going to try something for the first time that, uh, that I've been dying to try on this show, which is uh, uh, look at a page that uh, one of our listeners has sent in. And uh, this is a pay-per-click landing page. And he wants us to give him some advice that we can also, uh, uh, that, that the other listeners will benefit from. So uh, the first person that uh, responded to this was uh, a guy named Carl Lammers. And uh, there's a link on the PPC Rockstars uh, blog page, his uh, landing page, which is at eQuoteAutoInsurance.com. So, Tim, let's bring that up right now, and uh, let's give him some some tactfully worded advice. Okay, well, Where would you start? I, uh, you, you've probably come to the wrong place, David. As, as you know, <laughs> I'm not known for my tact. In okay, fact, uh, when we review our, our clients' landing pages, uh, we have an expression which is, "Your baby is ugly," and uh, of course, nobody wants to hear that about their own baby. But uh, in many cases, nevertheless, it's true. Um, so I've, I've taken a quick look at this page, and uh, I can just start uh, giving you some some of my observations in, in no particular order. Um, I, I'm assuming that the purpose of this page in this campaign is to get people to actually click on an auto quote uh, from one of several reputable companies. So you put in your zip code on the next page, you would see a list of the companies, and then you would click on one of them, and I'm assuming this is probably some kind of affiliate or referral model where they get paid for directing leads to those those companies. Right. Well, so let's take a look at the page and how much of the screen real estate is actually devoted to that action. There's a tiny, tiny little enter zip code field with a little green arrow. There's a giant get quotes button, but most of the page is taken up by a picture of an attractive woman in a car holding car keys. Right. So what does that have California. to do with looks like your area. Uh, with anything? Yeah, uh, it right. looks like this is an auto buying site because you have the keys to the car. Right. And your focus is going to be on our face yep. and not on the call to action. So that's, so that's a case, huge you, waste of real estate and a, and a giant distraction. Right. Um, it's not, it, it's not uh, augmenting the action. It's actually distracting away from the desired action. Right. Now, we talked about the upper left as being the establishing kind of area of the page that tells you what it's about. And here we have a header that kind of floats in space since it's white and unbounded. And you have a flashing word free. Well, free, why is that so important? And on the web, we pretty much expect anything. We don't have to pay a credit card for it to be free. To have it flash is, is annoying and distracting and pulls the eye up there. Right. Uh, it should be, you know, if this is eQuoteAutoInsurance.com, it should say that, eQuoteAutoInsurance.com, and below it some kind of helpful tagline like uh, free quotes from major auto insurers. But you don't need to have it flash, right? Um, and the, if possible, maybe echo the um, keywords or the ad copy that brought the visitor to the page. Absolutely, that should be in the title. Right now, there's a generic title that say you could save hundreds, even thousands, on your auto insurance today. And then it tells you that there's three easy steps. Uh, when in fact, this is kind of a one-step 
form. You put your zip right. code in, and you click on, on one of the uh, available companies that comes up. So actually putting those three green, lime green circles with three steps is not very helpful. It makes it look much more complicated than it really is. Uh, what you ideally want is a form that says, get your uh, free quotes now, have the zip code field be in that, and that form probably in some kind of shaded, uh, maybe rounded cornered box should be the center of the page. As soon as you hit the Get Quotes button, which should just be a regular button, uh, then you should have all of those quotes that you see on the next page appear right on this page. Right. Maybe some uh, Ajax magic that just pops them down there without refreshing the page. Exactly. Uh, and then I assume the rest of the text on the page is there for quality score purposes and uh, for getting enough word count there to for Google or whomever, whomever to establish a theme for the page, but that text should be pulled, pushed down even further below the fold. It doesn't need uh, to be so prominent. It doesn't need to have, it doesn't need to be so large. It should be using cascading style sheets made much less intrusive, maybe even light gray. So the text is there, but you don't actually expect anyone to read it, do you? I agree. I, in fact, I, my, my theory about this page is that uh, the designer was kind of torn between designing a page for SEO and designing a, good pa a page for good PPC. Mm -hmm. So that's why all the, all the text is there, because they think it might get indexed. Uh, that, I'm also influenced when I, when I say that by the, the title tag, which is a good SEO title tag, but it's totally unnecessary for a pay-per-click page, because it's never going to be found, but or it shouldn't be found by the uh, the search spiders, and then that add to bookmarks thing up in the upper right hand corner, which is another distraction that you know basically pulls the eye away from the action. Absolutely, and and you shouldn't. Uh, I mean, you bring up an interesting point about SEO versus PPC. Uh, PPC is much more of a direct response kind of activity. You're paying to get people there, and you want them to take action, so all distractions should be minimized. Uh, SEO is a different story. Unfortunately, you need to appeal to the spiders to even get the visibility, and so that's often at odds with the user experience when an actual human being visits your page. But even with SEO, there's no reason that text can't be pushed down further, and all of the actionable part above the fold can be mostly rendered in graphics, so when the spider starts reading the page, they're seeing the same text you have there now. Right. But the user experience should should not at all be compromised by that. So um, going back to the graphic, you know, I, my eye keeps going back, back to that graphic, and uh, what what would you think would be a good graphic, a good position for the graphic to, to augment the intent of the page rather than distract away from it? I think that uh, what this page needs is credibility and trust symbols. Uh, and right now, I mean, I've never heard of uh, eQuote Auto Insurance, and um, even if I saw their name, I wouldn't know whether they're credible. So in that upper right-hand corner, I'd have, say, that, a hacker safe quote or a hit, right. an 800 number if that's a reasonable response mechanism in this case to, to give it some extra validity. And then I'd have a little call-out column on the right-hand side that would feature the large uh, insurance companies or aggregators that they work with because, uh, frankly... Another um, trust, trust indicator. 
Exactly. I'm, I'm much more familiar with insurance and Liberty Mutual and Geico and Progressive than I am with eQuoteAutoInsurance.com. Right. So right. you're kind of piggybacking on their brand awareness and the hundreds of millions they've spent on TV ads, and and uh, you're getting some of the benefit of that, saying, oh, I'm associated with them, therefore I'm trustworthy myself. Sure. Hey, uh, before we cut away, um, what's your feeling about the links at the bottom of the page? I know they're not that prominent, but uh, there's a whole school of thought about how much off-page navigation should be made available to click visitors. What, what do you think about that? Well, there are some clear guidelines uh, that Google AdWords has put out saying you need a privacy policy, you need a site map on any page. They don't want just kind of you know, interstitial or pass-through pages that don't net any value. They kind of want you to land on a microsite of sorts. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have detailed content. It's uh, it's okay to have additional content. It just and it's okay. so it does really kind of belong in a footer like that. It shouldn't clutter up anything above there. Right. So it's okay if it's there, but make it unobtrusive. And again, as as little distracting from the the main objective of the page as possible. Exactly. So I mean, the fact that they have their company name or logo, such as it is in, in blue, right above that footer, is kind of odd. That eQuoteAutoInsurance.com really belongs at the top of the page, again, with a right. hopefully informative tagline that reinforces it. Hey, Tim, we've got to cut away again for uh, a valuable message or two. Um, listeners, please stay with us and wait for more of Tim Ash. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media are your domains working hard enough for you now park your portfolio at revenuedirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic with revenue direct's proven domain monetization service you'll experience better payouts more options and smart optimization sign up free now at revenuedirect.com it's that easy revenue direct make more money period Cover story. My ego, you know, it could barely fit in the room today. It needs to- <laughs> <laughs> it, it, Great hairdos will do that. That's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm bringing the bouffant back, goddammit. <laughs> the ozone. Who needs the ozone? I got my own. It's my way of opening up a tunnel to God. My own. <laughs> now, that's a PR spin I can live with. <laughs> Cover story. We're reserving a headline for you. 
Live broadcast Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the public relations section only on webmasterradio.fm. Find the webmasterradio.fm web 2.0 watering hole and have a drink on us. Webmasterradio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the webmasterradio.fm homepage. The pursuit of PPC continues. Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. Hey, thanks, and welcome back. Uh, we've, we're, we've got Tim Ash from Site Tuners, and uh, we're almost out of time. Um, Tim, thanks very much for uh, your insight, and I'm sure Mr. Lammers is, uh, is thanking you as well. Uh, Tim, how can people contact you if they want to uh, follow up on this show? The easiest way is probably email, and it's just Tim at SiteTuners.com, S-I-T-E-T-U-N-E-R-S. Uh, or they can visit our website, of course, SiteTuners.com, and the website for the book is LandingPageOptimizationBook.com. Right, and all those links uh, appear on the page on, on the uh, blog that I mentioned. Um, Tim, you, I know you speak a lot. We see each other at SES, SEW, uh, SMS, all the acronyms. Uh, where will you be speaking next? Well, the, my next appearance is going to be at the Affiliate Summit East in Boston at the beginning of August, and then I'm sure we'll see each other at Search Engine Strategies in San Jose uh, later right. in August. That's right. Well, that's great. Thanks very much, Tim. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful you could make it on, and we'll have you on again. It's been a pleasure, David. Anytime. And listeners, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, come back next Monday. We're going to be talking again about landing page optimization, specifically for pay-per-click campaigns, so you won't want to miss it. <laughs> 